Welcome to The Roaming Mind. Today, I'm going to talk about just getting started. I I don't know where I, well, I don't even know where to start with just getting started, but I know that here I am doing a podcast, which I feel like I have no business doing, but I am doing it just to get started. What does it even mean to just get started? I think just getting started means you have to be vulnerable and have to open yourself up to be uncomfortable, to start something new, to 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 try a new journey, to move on to something new. But it's tough just to get started. Just to get me in this podcast room took me months, I would say, just to just to ramp myself up to get used to just even thinking about doing a podcast and to do it on my own since I'm not much of a talker. I really don't talk to myself all that often either. So this is really out of my comfort zone. Starting this podcast meant that I would have to open myself up to criticism. What if nobody liked it? What if nobody listened to it? Worse, what if everybody listened to it? What would they say? What would what would they what would they do with the with the words I say? I I have no idea. But it's scary putting myself out here for this podcast, but I'm going to do it anyway because I need to just get started. When I started the Roaming Mind 4 years ago, it was a blog. Uh, I, I wanted to release a weekly blog on whatever I had thought about that that particular week. It was scary then because I wasn't a writer, and I had some thoughts, but I didn't really know how to write them out, so I just got started, and I wrote my very first blog. Now when I look back, I look at that first blog, and I go, I had no business writing because it wasn't perfect. It wasn't, it wasn't nice looking, but I just got started and wrote that first blog post. Here I am four years later, actually writing blog posts for a living, which is pretty crazy. I didn't think, I had no idea that's what it would start off like back in 2015, that this is where I'd be today. We sometimes fail to start at all just because we struggle with how the end will look like. We seem to think that by starting, we need to have a finish line. I mean, that's how all races go. You start and you finish. So when we start something new, we want to know what the finish is going to look like. But a lot of journeys in our life don't really have a finish line. They just kind of morph and in one start begins into another start. The uncertainty of that journey makes us back down. While the goal is never guaranteed, the struggle to get there is real. That is a big one. We, we want to look for that goal, and yet we struggle after we start in, with that journey, and sometimes we got to stop and start again. But just get started. I, I, I'm just going to keep saying that over and over and over again, but I'm trying to ease my nerves. Another thing about starting is that we often create many excuses just to keep safe. I had a colleague once tell me that I had paralysis by analysis, that I would fail to start or do something because I overanalyzed it. I tried to think about all the different things that would go wrong and all the good things that would go right. But basically, I would work myself into a corner and then fail to start. It's that anxiety that just kept holding me back. But our anxiety is your brain's alert, uh, your brain's alarm system. It 
sounds a siren whenever it thinks that you're going to be uncomfortable or you could get yourself in harm, even though something like a podcast or a blog or running a, a marathon, you're not exactly going to hurt yourself when you're when you just start. But your brain doesn't know that. It just goes, hey, you're uncomfortable. Please stop. And it will throw up everything it can to make you stop. The brain is a wonderful tool. It's funny how if we don't want to start something and we're scared of it, we'll come up with any excuse not to start. Like this morning when I came in here to do this podcast, I came up with an excuse. Oh, but I'll put it off until Monday. Right now I don't, I don't feel quite right. And I thought, well, I, I'll want to finish my coffee first before I get in that room. Maybe I'll talk to somebody first. Maybe maybe I just don't feel I just don't feel up to it today. Well, I didn't feel up to it yesterday when I was supposed to record this. I come up with every excuse not to do it. Even yesterday afternoon when I came in and thought I would give it another go, it's like my brain forgot how to use the equipment to start a podcast. And so I, once again, I hummed and hawed and wasted more time until I didn't have enough time to actually record it. Every excuse I could possibly use, I used. Until this morning, I said, enough. I got to start. Just get started. A lot of time, too, we wait for perfection before starting. We look for the perfect time, the perfect scenario, just just perfection. We 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 want the, the 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 situation to be perfect before we actually start. It's like almost like a perfect. It's almost like a protection mechanism. We don't want to start until we're perfectly comfortable or perfectly timed. You know, there's a whole whack. It's almost the same as those excuses that we keep using. But we wait for a perfect time to do something. The perfection never happens, and then we never start. The thing about perfection is that we think that perfection leads to greatness. But we can never be great at the start. We can only start to be great. Right now, this podcast is probably not the greatest podcast you've ever heard. But it's my start. It's where I'm starting right now. Who knows where this will lead 100 podcasts in. But you can't. you, you never can start something and be great at it the first time it it it's very it, the odds are completely stacked against you this it, that never happens in order to be great at something you need to keep doing it you got to keep starting you got to keep trying and that's what will lead you to to greatness is is that is that perpetual ability the perpetual desire to keep starting and trying new things the thing is this 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 podcast will be far from perfect my words will be mumble jumble, but I, I I realize that I need to start at the bottom in order to move my way up. And this is my this is my mock this is that rock bottom they saw it talk about. But today I just got started. It's amazing how much time we waste thinking about starting. Some of some of us waste almost our entire lives before we actually start living, and we live in regret, wishing that we would have started something sooner. Ten years ago, I kind of started my life. I waited 20 years to tell a secret to my wife. Well, I waited 20 years to tell a secret to anybody. You see, 10 years ago, I came out with my story of abuse when I was a child. I was sexually abused by a family member 
and I held that secret in for so long because I didn't want to start. I didn't want to start the the process of healing. I didn't want to start the process of at the time thinking that if I start if I started with this journey, I would hurt many people, many people that I loved. I didn't want to start the shame, the guilt, and all that lovely stuff. Again, I came up with all the excuses. Oh, not now. I'll wait. Oh, not now. I'll wait. I'll wait for that perfect time to, to tell somebody that that happened to me. But then the what ifs came in. What if this? What if they don't believe me? What if they do believe me? What if? What if? What if? What if? What if? Again, the paralysis by analysis kicked in. In my mind, up until that point, I spent twenty years holding that secret back. In my mind, I played every scenario of what would happen. Uh, what if? I, what if I tell my wife that I was abused and she thinks that I'll abuse my son? What if this? What if that? What if this? And over a long time, 20 years, I came up with a, a solution to every single one of those what-if scenarios until finally I ran out of what-if scenarios. And at that point, I had to realize I had to protect my son. So I, I had to put him in front of my own well-being. So in order to protect him, I knew I had to come up with my secret. So I figured at that point, the what ifs, I, I, I covered them all. So let's let let's come up with the secret. So I sat down with my wife one July afternoon and told her what had happened. It was tough, very tough. But none of those scenarios that I had thought of way back then, even came remotely true. Yes, I hurt some family members along the way, but I also gained a lot of family members along the way. And none of those scenarios that I had mulled over and thought about ever led me to where I am today. I know now that if I never had started way back then with that, well, if I never started 10 years ago with my journey of healing, I would not have found my soul and I would never have gotten started living. Because when you're holding a deep, dark secret, you're not living. Your secret lives within you and it takes all your energy. It, it takes all your desires. It takes everything away from you. Living with a secret is, is one of the most awful things you can ever do. But I knew 10 years ago, I had to get started. I had to protect my son. My my life was no longer mine. It was, it was his. So in order to protect him from the abuser that was still very active in my life, I had to tell somebody. And if that somebody took my son away, at least I knew he was going to be, he was going to be safe. Again, I played all those what if scenarios, but I knew if I didn't get started and something were to happen to my son, I would never be able to live with myself, and I knew how that scenario would have played out. I probably wouldn't be here today. So yeah, don't wait for perfect times to just get started on the dreams or things that you know you need to do. And don't keep don't keep putting up with excuses. Don't listen to your brain's alarm system. We're meant to be uncomfortable. We're meant to be we're meant to be vulnerable. That's how we learn, that's how we grow, that's how we move on. 
Sometimes we'll fail when we start. That's fine. That's that's learning. That's 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 how you become great. You can't be great unless you fail many times over again and learn from those failures. You got to keep pushing. You just got to get started. And stop uh, stop looking for that that end point. You're starting today. Who knows where it's going to go? The 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 ending is when you finally stop starting. So don't 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 play with those scenarios because I tell you I I wasted twenty years of my life coming up with thousands of scenarios of of telling my secret and none of them came true none of them I I it, it my life is so much better than what I thought it would ever would be yes it's completely changed but it's uh, none of those scenarios uh, twenty years of spending thinking about this that and everything none of it came true. So be vulnerable. Just get started. Who knows where it'll end up? If you'd like to know more about The Roaming Mind, visit www.theroamingmind.com. There you'll find hundreds of my blog posts I've written over the years. My book, titled The Roaming Mind, a link to buy it, and my TEDx talk, You're Not Alone. Also, if you get a chance, check out all other great podcasts by my friends here at Dovico. Just search for Dovico Podcast in your favorite podcast app. Like and subscribe. Until next time, be present and keep roaming.